If I didn't absolutely need you, I would believe you right now. I will not let this answer. You know, I don't want to hear American, word sir. out of you unless I ask you a question. All right. Uh, well, welcome to another edition of Retroactive, and this is our first like video version, and it's kind of funny that we're doing a video version here, and then I'm moving to Oregon in a week, and then it's going to be done through Google Hangout from yeah, like here on like, out. I guess this is the very last time this we the- will be sitting side by side. Well, maybe not forever. Uh, I'm Kenny from Odzuki.com, and this is AJ. From AJ. From AJ. No, uh, Berkshire Guitars, but uh, also co-host of Retroactive. And today, we are going to talk about um, a movie. uh, And this is kind of in the same vein as uh, your uh, Deep Impact and Volcano. Really? Well, I mean, because because you have Olympus Has Fallen. But you have Olympus Has Fallen and White House Down. So you have like the two like two movies that came out at the same exact time, same type of premise, but just done from two different studios. Cause so, so bad. It really it okay. was really bad. All right, so let's just go ahead and dig in. Um, Olympus has fallen, and you know I should have had uh, IMDb up. Uh, just so you can, you know, yeah, just so that we can yeah. make sure we get all actors' names and whatnot. Uh, what what? Right. We, Morgan Freeman, Gerard Butler. We're yeah, done, right? That's yeah, all yeah. we need. Pretty much. Well, and that's uh, apparently all the film needed, right? Um, <laughs> okay, so let, let's just go ahead and start right from the beginning. Uh, Olympus has fallen. The premise of the movie uh, is you have a Secret Service agent who, um, even though he was doing his job, is kind of pseudo shamed, if you will. I, uh, I, I'm still like this movie was really dark. It was, like, and I mean, I mean this like literally, like the lighting. It was like the, it was like they saved money. Like, they had to spend all the money to get Morgan Freeman, and they're like, we can't afford enough lights. <laughs> like, they had one scene that was in the daytime. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see everything. Everything else, just pitch black. It was Almost really, the really dark. The entire movie was just completely dark. I- including, like, the opening scene. Uh, uh, you could see nothing. Uh, okay, now let's, let's talk about this real quick. And, of course, uh, as usual, we're going to go uh, spoilerific the entire time. If um, you're worried about spoilers with Olympus Has Fallen, you're worried about the wrong things. Totally, <laughs> totally. Okay, so um, first of all, let's uh, talk about the poster here. I'm looking at the poster, and I'll put this up on uh, the video as well. Is They put Morgan Freeman as the central character like he's the actual president when he's yeah. not. Um, but I guess it was like you said. They're like, you know, we spent all this money for Morgan Freeman. He probably it probably is in his writer that said, but Morgan Freeman gets uh, front billing on the poster. Morgan Freeman, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the thing about it, I Paul mean, it's is falling. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, it, he's on it. I mean, you have Morgan Freeman, Gerard Butler, as well as uh, Aaron Eckhart. Who's um, the other guy? Aaron Eckhart. He played uh, Two Face in uh, Dark Knight. You know, I thought I recognized him, but like half the scenes were so dark that. I I was like, is that him? I it's wasn't like, is that really Thomas sure. James? I was like, this could, oh man, that would have been great. But then he would have like kicked the ass of the terrorist if it had been like he, he would Thomas have. Jane. He would have yeah. like just snap him in half because he's the Punisher. <laughs> um, but uh, all right, so you have this movie that the, the premise is you have the uh, Secret Service agent that is on the presidential detail. Um, he's like actually there with the president and guarding the family. He's like in charge of the whole entire shebang. They're leaving Camp David. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like uh, it starts out kind of very first kid ish. Really slow. W- without Sinbad. So. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, you have all the other agents in the limo and they're, you know, it's a nice dark snowy night. And he's, you know, he's trying to you know, they're like, all right, so how far from the Oval Office to the uh, escape hatch? And the kid's like three point two meters. And he's like, he's going to be a Secret Serv- uh, Service agent yet. 
150 feet. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, that's how much I really didn't pay attention to that first scene. There was nothing worth paying attention it to. Really, other really than the fact that I couldn't see a damn thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really love movies. But whoever was like their director of photography or whatever who was like, let's, let's set up the lighting. And they turned on a single like lamp in the corner, like a <laughs> normal house lamp. They're like, good, like, we're good. Good to go. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, are, what are you filming? You just, just terrible. So you have. Uh, and here, oh, find the director of photography because I, I, I want to send him hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, and actually, I'm, I'm sitting here looking for it, uh, the director of photography right now. Mm. Um, and it's, uh, you know, you know what? They don't uh, have him listed. Listed. You have Tony Ward, the additional photographer. That's about oh. it, and that's just for hair. So um, anyway, <sighs> the to set up the uh, fact that he's kind of a lone wolf, if you will, is uh, a, a branch falls on the I limo. I couldn't tell. It was too dark. They're driving and suddenly a windshield breaks and every fucking car swerves off the road. It does and then the vehicle. And it's a bridge. Right. They're Why on a bridge. Why does a branch fall on that's them when they're on a bridge? Like where? what tree was this? I, that's a really good point. They are driving over a bridge. A branch falls down like a phantom branch. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't even show the branch afterwards. Like and, the window just like crash and and this bulletproof glass, yeah, uh, gets like, shattered. So it had to be a really would, big they damn had branch. To drop the whole damn tree, tree <laughs> on it because like this is like the brute. This is like the president's limo. This thing is like phenomenal. This is like yes. you could drive it into a war zone and drive out and you, everybody inside be alright. the type of vehicle that has its own blood transfusion unit inside the car. The windows <laughs> on it are like four inches thick. I mean, this thing can take an RPG hit. Uh, uh, and you know what? The branch was like, nope. <laughs> and nature's just like, I see your bulletproof glass and raise you phantom branch. <laughs> so it sends the car uh, careening halfway off. What kind of, of crappy ass driver? Like, oh, the window's broken. Ah! <laughs> it just immediately does that. Hit your brakes. Done. Uh, yeah. But but uh, they kind of kind of be gentle. It might be icy. I mean, it's not like you'd right. have snow tires on that thing or like because it's know. the presidential limo in snow. Yeah. They would have had it handled that. But anyway, uh, they're they're teetering on <laughs> the edge, yeah. and, and, and so all the Secret Service agents they're running like everybody else got the, a, everybody else got out of the car like that except for the wife, and they're like sit uh, you know, sit on the back of the limo to keep it balanced. This this limo doesn't weigh like ten tons or anything. Right. Yeah, I'm sure your your body will really. <laughs> <laughs> so Gerard Butler runs in and the president's trying to help get his wife out and he hasn't even unbuckled yet. And Gerard, but- Gerard Butler is like, OK, so we're, you know, it's kind of like that scene. It's like the poor man's version of cliffhanger at the very beginning. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that that part, uh, you weren't expecting the girl to actually fall in cliffhanger. Uh, at no, the yeah, beginning that, of was, it. that was surprising in cliffhanger. This one is like, OK, well, Ashley Judd, which they probably spent another couple of million on just to get her there at the very beginning. It's like Steven Seagal at the very beginning of uh, Executive Decision. Yeah. Um, and uh, Gerard Butler's like, you know what? We're about to fall over. Sorry. He cuts the president loose. The uh, limo, f- you know, flips over, crushes dead. Done. Ashley Judd. I don't even think that would have crushed the limo, though. I think probably she, would. She probably would have been okay. She had her seatbelt buckled. It, it would have been like, 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 very, She would have been all right. At the very end of the movie, the stinger should have been the limo still upside down. She's like, guys, Hello. I'm okay. Guys, are we really going to just leave this down here? 
uh, I'm I'm really okay. But I love how it's like, and then he's like, he's sent to the Treasury Department. Yeah, and, and he's sitting there, uh, you know, uh, at his computer, and he's frustrated with his work. He's not paying attention to his wife. Um, you know, she's telling him stories about, you know, uh, co-workers and stuff. This movie is so stuff. bad. It, it's, it, it's like, let's take every cliche and throw it into, the, uh, throw it yeah, into this movie. The more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm just... It makes me weep for America. <laughs> <laughs> and this is supposed to be a movie that uh, essentially is uh, a love story to America thought, and our well, resilience. I, to, to quote one of my friends, uh, his name's Kenny, I, I think he said it was a blowjob for America. I think <laughs> that's really, what he really, said. really, really was. <laughs> it was because, I mean, you have... Uh, there's so many cliches in this movie. You have the uh, all right. Uh, North Korea goes in and they use a C-130 and yeah, like a prop. Like this, this is a transport plane that was designed in like the '60s. And, I mean, they still use them with the reserves, like, <laughs> but th- they fly into the most heavily guarded flight zone in the United States. They fly into D.C. And these two, the two jets, like also I, the joint strike fighter, mm-hmm. the only airtime it's ever seen has been in movies. Like it doesn't exist in the real army. Like it's <laughs> a, a billion dollar project that's gone nowhere, but they're all over the place in the movies. Right. But they, they both fly up on either side and like the C-130 like has mini guns like pop out of the side and they shoot them both down like that. It's like, right. I'm pretty sure there would have been one behind it too <laughs> that, that would have uh, just immediately knocked his ass out and you know they're, they're like all right w- uh, we've seen the pictures on the internet of like the uh, st- you know the the butterfly flares out of the back of it. so like, let's make sure we put that in there they twice they do realize that that doesn't actually stop missiles right <laughs> like that that flare system on the c-130 not for stopping missiles. <laughs> and, and they're like, all right, it, it, but it, it'll work. It'll look cool. It'll look, um, it will actually show the missiles, like, hit the flares and explode like it's a wall. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen... What? <laughs> so, um, the C-130 uh, pretty much destroys Washington, uh, yeah, they, D.C. Like, they, these miniguns, like, it, they don't even really explain, like, what kind of guns these are or, like, how they're mounted. But, like, it inexplicably can also shoot, like, straight underneath it. So, right? it's like going over the streets just shooting and mauling people, yeah and mo- like monuments and, and stuff and, yeah that's another thing they're like all right let's go ahead and you know we need to destroy like independence day let's destroy a monument and like, let's see it crumple well and mainly the uh, washington monument is uh built like a traditional obelisk it uses no mortar so if it got hit by like a plane like that it probably would crumple like uh, that uh, that was uh, uh, probably I'm not the most the... accurate thing in the entire movie in the entire movie <laughs> um because uh, all of the other Secret Service agents and all the people that are trying to protect the civilians, they're all running away, and every single last damn one of them gets shot, except for Gerard Butler, I, what and he I makes find, it in. Like the, the, the first thing I have to do is just blatantly say that this movie would never happen. <laughs> like... There are, like, three known anti-aircraft implements, like, on the White House. That's known. That's known. Like, that's, like, they have so much protection there, let alone, like, essentially the private army that's right? stationed there. It's like, yeah, you know, a group of, like, 28 guys with AKs, they don't get in there. No. <laughs> like, I mean, for all we know, they have a Torchwood laser under the White House. Yeah, it's, like, one of those <laughs> things where it's, like, they showed, like, two guys with RPGs, and, they blew, and it's, like, they infiltrate it with, like like, garbage trucks and stuff. It's, like... 
<laughs> no, no, no. no. You, we are talking like this. This movie's happened after September 11th. Right? right. We are paranoid as shit now. That I, you can't even fart near the White House <laughs> without a sniper training on you. Right. <laughs> if this were pre 9/11, there would be slight plausibility to it. Because yeah, we, because we wouldn't I, be as aware. Yeah, I don't think we had uh, as many like um, defense measures on the top of the White House, but you know. Let's face it. We we did have a real terrorist attack with airplanes. Right. That's never happening again. Ever. It's um, not going to happen. So you have, uh, you know, the, the North Koreans, they infiltrate uh, the White House. They have some people on the inside working with. Okay. Uh, can can we go? I Sorry. No, no. Go you ahead. Go can't. Ahead. You can't buy a Secret Service agent. That is like the most stringent organization, let alone one of the right hand people to the president. It's like. Mm-hmm. No, like if there's even a hint that you're going to get a large sum of money from some overseas organ, your ass is probably getting waterboarded in Guantanamo. You're gone. Exactly. Real quick. But really, are we really going to be, um, and later on in the movie, spoilers, uh, it goes to show that, no, we're not really scared of Dylan McDermott. No, <laughs> um, no, no one is. He's not effective as... Uh, as an actual threat, I mean, it's just like no, I'm wearing I'm wearing a business suit, and I'm actually a lawyer. What's really funny is like his excuse for like selling out the nation to people who literally want to kill millions, like a group of people who just want to murder Americans, is because the president like sold his administration in his view to corporations. Right. Like, so like that we're was his, kill he's like, So I'm gonna take my money because I want human keep talking. top of my head. <laughs> like I'm gonna take my money because I'll be able to spend it in the post apocalyptic world they want to create. Like 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 what logic is there there? There really isn't logic there at all. Not um, to mention Cerberus does not exist. That is the silliest thing. And even if it did, how would this terrorist organization learn about it? Well, I it, they needed to progress the movie. Like, that's they, the only like, that's the only also, thing that I can be said. I find it hilarious that this terrorist group once they get inside of the bunker, like they actually are in the bunker with the president. Like, no. Which let's talk about the uh. bunker the, the bunker scenes for a minute, okay? With the lady the the one lady that they were trying to torture to give her code. And uh, she was being a badass about she it. She was, but I love the th- again, just going back to the uh the tribute to America <laughs> when they're dragging her back she's like, "God bless." Was she saying "God bless America" or was she saying no, it, she was she was saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, I pledge of allegiance to the flag. No, you would not be saying that. Why would that. you be saying that? You would no, not be no saying that. No one would be saying that. that, that, that it, would... Also, this is like a bunker where they're like, there's no way you're getting in there. It's like, because it's like nuclear proof. It's like, but they opened the door up like it was a screen door. Like every, <laughs> like guys were going in and out of the bunker willy nilly. It's like, do you have any idea how long it takes to probably open and close those kind of blast doors? Right? <laughs> um, I mean, with all the different codes you and would then, have to like, put in. They just like, it was like a few things of C4 to like escape into a tunnel. Really? Yeah. It's uh, nuclear proof, but one little thing of C4, now I got out. Now, one thing that I've learned f- from Doctor Who, uh, series, uh, the first series with Christopher Eccleston, was when uh, they're fighting with Slitheen, they get into that w- the one room in the parliament, and, and he's like, he's like, so we're sealed in, you know, four foot of uh, st- reinforced steel and all this. They're like, all right, we're sealed in. They can't get in. How do we get out? He's like, <gasps> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like they're, they're they, you know, There's no. no way that a little bit of C4 is going to like, all right, now we're going to go ahead and escape. Yeah, we, we drilled it into the wall. We'll get right out. 
Mm. Also, like they didn't go over the fact that the bunker is like underground, like, like deep underground. underground. Is, <laughs> like they showed them like walk out of the bunker, and then they were like in the lobby. Right. Like, Where, what is, no. it, is it? Just next to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> is it just that easy to get to? And also, I love that the the president's bunker has this system of three codes. Like, what's the point of three codes if all three people with the codes are in the same room? Like, what's the point of that? But all right, the people with these codes. Who like controlled the self destruct for every nuclear weapon the United States owns, and they can all be activated simultaneously <laughs> at, at the same time? And they're like, "Oh God, like, oh God." Let's just let's say, <laughs> let's say for argument's sake that exists. <laughs> let's say it exists. Let's go ahead and say it exists. You know what happens when you blow up a nuclear weapon with um with a charge that's not designed to activate it? It just blows up and becomes inert like <laughs> you have to blow up a nuke in a very particular way yes. to make it go nuclear so if like there's like i guess there's like a piece of c4 or something <laughs> in every nuclear i don't know how this self-destruct works but it's like if you did blow them up there would be quite a few explosions because we have a lot of nuclear weapons destroy the united states not so not much, so much not no. so much no but I, I guess they were looking at this as you know movie science um and they didn't take the time to research uh it's one I, of those two i also love that um inexplicably the terrorist group that somehow has the knowledge of this system and who has the codes like for a supposedly like dark no one knows about this sort of thing. It's like the terrorists knew everybody who had the codes and where to activate it. It was Dylan but, McDermott. But not only that. Well, why would he know? I don't know. Like, Gerard Butler's character didn't know. Right. Yeah. So it's like, why would this other guy know? I thought I was special. But it's like, like <laughs> what, how do they know how to use the computers in the bunker? I'm assuming they have some sort of a proprietary I, like iOS. Like, they're not... They're not like using XP. They're, you're not going <laughs> to hop on and be like, like a paperclip. I oh, see so you're trying to destroy the U.S. Can I help? Like, like that's not going to happen. No, it's not. And they also don't explain how they have like a code breaking thing. They're like, oh, you need weeks to do that, and they're just like, did it. <laughs> like, it's like it's in. The codes didn't even make sense because the code to like deactivate it used like a hashtag and an ampersand, like using all these other symbols. Dude, all right, and, let's and talk about it really quick. Just... The, 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 the code to stop the countdown. We're like, hashtag. He's like, what? What's a hashtag? I'm Gerard Butler. I'm too cool for that young kid crowd. And you know they threw in the word hashtag just so that they could try to relate to the Twitter crowd, yeah. uh, which is stupid. That's not even what that symbol's called. Uh, I, I know, I know, but it's it's, it's a catchphrase. It's now like, like hashtag. What what does hashtag mean? It, it's like go. It's like actually going back to watching hackers. And listening to them try to throw out lingo for yeah, uh, right. computer people back oh, then. Oh, I need to use a, a double ampersand backspace to get into this triple locked jackal lantern. Like, <laughs> like they just make things up. It's like that's not how computers work. Now let's talk about Gerard Butler for a second, um, because it's weird because I like him, me but too. At the same time, I loathe him. It, it, he's it, it's like he's great. Yeah, or he has the potential to be amazing. He has to have the roles written for him, I think. Because, seriously, I mean, it, it was like, look, I'm John McClane. I mean, I'm playing a character. And, I mean, because this was, uh, all in all, this was uh, a take at, let's make this another Die Hard movie. Um, you know. If this was a Die Hard film, like if they had just put Bruce Willis in there, 
this would be hands down the worst Die Hard film, and I'm including um, It's a Good Day to Die Hard. Which I still have yet to watch. I haven't seen it either. I'm just assuming this is worse. I mean, mainly because I like Bruce Willis. <laughs> but, you know, everyone has said that uh, you know he phoned that one in, but seriously, if this was a Die Hard movie, it really would be the worst it one. It would be terrible. Um, the second one would be better than this one, and the second one was bad. Yeah. And I would still rather watch that again. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I, I, will, I won't watch, rewatch this one again, but you know... He, Never watch it again ever you see him uh go you know and he's taking out single-handedly uh all the terrorists in the white house that are still kind of just roaming around and it's almost as if it's like metal gear solid to where it's just like you know they get the little exclamation point above their head and he you know he takes them out and i love how okay go ahead they're they're hearkening back to the 80s where he tells them what they're what he's going to do to them before he does it i'm going to like how's he he has like this weird he he has like this i have i have them in my in the side of my mouth yeah every time he talks but he's like i'm going to Put my blade in your head. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's a threat, I guess. Like, do, and he's do like, re- and he's like, do real people it. talk like that? I, I guess. Uh, but I mean, he he tried to do the whole snarky uh, comebacks. You know, all you the- know, I like him more when he's not an explicit badass. Um, like in the Rock and Rolla. Mm, okay, I'm yeah, yeah, brilliant yeah. in that, and yes. he wasn't super badass. I mean, he was a thief, and he was kind of a kind of a bamf but he wasn't like i'm going to take out an army badass right. like he still could get captured and he wasn't like i'm going to murder everything that moves but whenever they make like one soldier like he's he got the exact same training as like the special forces guys that are like outside but they all get killed really like easy. It, like in a like, heartbeat how is it that eight Special forces gunships that are like trying to make a rooftop, but get taken out by one automated Gatling gun system. Like they are surrounding it, and they're like, "Don't shoot at it." But if you do, just shoot the White House. <laughs> and then they're flying around because. All right, what we're talking about here is uh, there's a scene where they set up a the Hydra. Yeah, the Hydra. Which it's like, he's activating the Hydra. He's activating the Hydra. Like a- Automated Gatling gun. And don't think that it's called the Hydra. And he's like, how do they know that we have the Hydra? Um, and uh, also, why didn't they activate that to hit the C-130? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, you have all these special forces, these guys that are trained to, all right, we're being shot at, evasive maneuvers, let's get out of here and come oh, out of the way. Just back and forth. <laughs> they're, they're like, like serpentine, I'm gonna wait, serpentine, I'm gonna serpentine, wait serpentine. It shoots. Wait. Yeah, oh, I'm, we're trying to, I'm trying to hit the bullets, man. Come on, aim at me. <laughs> um... And they all, I mean, they fail miserably at their a- approach. And also, can, just from a concept point of view, just for a brief second, were I a terrorist group and I were stupid enough to think that holding the president would actually convince our government to pull out 20,000 troops and move it. Like, that was the thing. Is like they captured the president. They're like, oh, we want you to pull out the 7th Fleet and the 20,000 troops that are stationed in Korea. It's like... Yeah, you have one guy. We're not doing that. Like, like, it's like, like, yes, it's the president. But here's the thing. We can kill all of you, and no one will know how. Like, the president could die, and we could say that this terrorist attack, we could say right when the C-130 attack, the president died. We don't have to tell the public that we refuse to negotiate with terrorists and we let you kill him. Because we are America. Right? Like, 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 seriously, you have this room full of... People who would be very spooky, like this, the the group of people who are in charge of all these groups that do all these kind of projects, it's like, they're really not going to blink twice about murdering you, especially... If you did manage to take the White House, it's like, you're never coming out. Ever. None of you are 
ever, all they ever do. coming out. They could have said, you know what? Uh, we also have built into this room because uh, head of R&D is Krieger from Archer. Uh, <laughs> we just press the button and we're gassing all of you to death. Well, all of you will die the, the in like five that, minutes. The fact that any of them even got in there was like is complete nonsense. The president's like, no, they're coming with us. The Secret Service would be like, no, no they're sir, not. <laughs> they're not coming with us. We'll put them in a separate holding room. Like, You're we have a us. place where we take guests. Not with you. <laughs> and he's like, no, they're coming with us. No. Yeah. I also loved how everybody's like, like just giving up their codes. Like that military guy. It's like, he wouldn't have done that. No. Like, he's no. like, like some high up admiral and everything. And like, he just gives up the code because the guy has a knife at him. There's a reason why they give certain people codes and access to things. I know someone that has codes to nuclear weapons and it's like, look, I won't even like think about he it for longer will than 20 watch seconds. You die. Yes. And he wouldn't give him up. No, <laughs> He's I mean, like, it, it, Kenny is my friend, and if I watched you fillet him, I still wouldn't give you the code. <laughs> sorry, but Kenny, sorry about it, man. Kenny, I'm sorry. Your life versus millions, millions of people. Not not so gonna happen. Good. Like seriously, the president in this is a complete pansy. Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's like, don't give it, don't give, well, give it to him. Here's the funniest part. Give it to him. This is the the absolute funniest part where it's like. If he had just let them kill the uh, admiral, which um, they killed him anyways, right? If they had, ju- if he had just let them kill him, you no longer have any of the codes. Right, you're the done. Plan like, is foiled. And your plan is ruined. <laughs> now, see, if they wanted to go more realistic, you know, they should have. No, then the movie would have ended, so they wouldn't have been able to have an. This movie, movie really should have ended the first. 20 minutes it like really, that really c-130 <laughs> it's like shot down before it even gets to the white house and it's like okay well i guess we're done and then here like the the, the inf- like the infiltrators are like well we don't really have the air cover now <laughs> so well, i guess we'll still try and do the dump truck oh wait well that doesn't work either because there are three particular SUVs that again that the public knows about right that are like these super armored SUVs that the White House has and they have like these insane Gatling gun automated <laughs> turrets that pop out of the top. I've seen them uh, previewed. They actually showed them on uh, future weapons. Oh, and, I love that show. But no, it's like there isn't even a guy who has to man it. There's like there's people in the SUV that can take RPG hits. This automated gun comes up and it turns metal into putty when it shoots it. It's like nice. I'm gonna pull up in my uh, my garbage tr- and they're all dead. <laughs> and like, it's like you don't you don't get into the White House. No, you just, don't. It, they, I I hate these movies because it puts all of the all of the the men and women who work really hard to keep our leaders safe it mm-hmm. makes us look like we're inept and it's nonsense that's bullshit okay, we no. are way better at our jobs than this i have the exact reason why this movie is the way it is i don't know the writing credits for olympus has fallen Crichton rothenberger sorry Crichton, and uh, katrin uh, benedict who these are the o- this is the only movie that both of them have ever written how did this become a movie? <laughs> According to IMDb, this is their only. This is the only thing that they've ever done, like ever, and they and they put it out there. Now, and now, granted, they granted they are uh, responsible for wonderful lines uh, in this movie, like 
Uh, and the only one that really comes to mind is the general that uh, when he's talking to the acting president, Morgan Freeman, yep. um, he's like, well, you know, I recommend that we tell him to stand down and we need to just go ahead and just uh, do what they say. And Morgan Freeman's like, no, we're not going to do that. He's like, but I'm not just going to stand here and watch this guy blow up America. And he was talking about uh, Butler. Uh, huh? Butler. Butler. Yeah. Gerard Butler is like, so Gerard Butler's blowing up America now? I also like it's just so funny because no one would be like, oh, yeah, they, these 10 people are worth like the, Millions, the math like, never works it, it, here. They're ever. like, we can't let them kill the president. It's like, really? Because you he probably good. Right. And he, <laughs> and he almost bites the dust, too. We almost he almost. And, and he I like how the stomach yeah. I like how it turns from uh, Olympus must, uh, has fallen to Rocky. To where at the very end, Gerard Butler's fighting with the main terrorist and the president who's sitting there suffering for a moment. He's like, get him. Don't stop. Get him, get Mike. Him. Get him, Mike. <laughs> you can do get it. Him. You can do it. <laughs> really? And like the whole Cerberus thing exploding, it's like it stops with three seconds left. Right. Let's throw every cliche. Can we stop countdown timers? Can that just never be in a movie ever again? Uh, Even in good movies, I hate it when they have the stupid timers. Because we like, have to beat the timer. Stopped it just in time. It's like. For you? once, I would like to see him go and he's like, like all right, give me the codes. All right. Timer stop. Like uh, two well, minutes and 30 seconds left. Well, here's the thing. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, all right, they blew open that hole. So, like, where were they going to escape to? Because the he place is still surrounded. He was gonna, well, not only that, he was like he was gonna blow up every nuclear weapon in the United States. It's not where like where are you going to go? And, and it's not like that blowing you, up every nuclear weapon it, in the United States is gonna make uh, the people at the White House talking about it say, "Wait a second. Well, he was right. Yeah, like, like their backs are turned. Let's go. Well, no, it's not only that. It's like he's like wanting to keep the president with him. It's like, dude, you just activated every single nuclear weapon in the United States. That hostage counts nothing for you now. Right? You're, you're forfeit. <laughs> yeah. And you're not just forfeit with, like, like the military or police. No, anybody's going to kill you now. Yes. <laughs> and it, I mean, it, it's, and it turns into the purge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the one who runs into that person's house. No. Katrin and Crichton, sequel. Oh, man. <laughs> Olympus has fallen into the purge. There you it, go. <laughs> Olympus has fallen into the purge. Yeah, that's exactly it. Man, the, the, this is just, this was terrible. next level terrible. It really, really was. I mean, I'm... Uh, I'm wondering who read the... What, what producers were there? Uh, were the producers? Let's see. Producers. If Gerard Butler was a producer, shame on him. <laughs> and by the way, the male doctor's name is Hans Soto. That's his real name, Han Soto. That, I mean, that, that right there. Yeah, bit to the parents. Oh, God. yeah. That was good. Geek parents. Um, all right, here. Let's uh, go down. Producers. Wow, there's a lot of producers. Gerard wow, Butler no, is a producer. Nobody wanted to take full credit for this. <laughs> everyone, they, they have Mark Gale. Everyone on this list, shame on you. Because you read the script and you should have known better. The only name that I recognize, uh, the only two names I recognize as producers is Gerard Butler as a producer, and then you also have the director uh, Antoine uh, Fuqua or however his name. What else has he done? Uh, well, he's actually done a fair amount, if I remember correctly. Uh, the director of this movie, 
or maybe not. Um, I don't recognize him. Uh, oh, he did Training Day. Okay, never mind. He did Training Day. He did Shooter. Um, King uh, Arthur. King too. Arthur. Wow. Um, he has done uh, a fair wow. amount. Um, you know, Tears but- of the Sun. Uh, let's see. So he's not a bad director. No, he did replacement killers. Whoever he hired for the lighting in this film was the problem. Yeah, the the the, the DP on this is just not. This no, just no. Terrible. You know what? It was probably it's probably the same guy that uh, was on uh, that set with Christian Bale when Christian Bale went on it. <laughs> oh, good I'll, for I'll, you! I'll trash your lights. <laughs> you want me to trash your lights? <laughs> And from there on, he was never the same. Oh. He has post-traumatic stress disorder. I, he's just like, he's uh, like, he's like uh, all right, we I need... I don't want you to trash my life. <laughs> it's like, all right, we need lighting for this. He's like, he just turns on like a little clip lamp. There. They can't get in the way of anyone. He goes back to his trailer and drinks a fifth of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life. And all of a sudden, he just has posters of Batman all along yeah, the trailer. Just uh, like he keeps the posters, yet every time he looks at him, he cries. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor guy. Um, so our recommendation for uh, Olympus Has Fallen is go, don't, go don't watch, watch it and watch anything else. Go watch uh, what is it? White House Down, um, which apparently I is more seen so. That one. Neither have I, but from what I've been told, it's more so like White all right. Pres- the White House is under attack, and they're just trying to escape together. The one wannabe Secret Service agent and the president. I, Let's can, escape. You which know, I understand that we want like heroes, like we like hero films. But whatever happened to but stuff like can we Indiana Jones? But can, and, yeah, can we stop having situations where a person with the exact same training as all of the men around him is inexplicably better while all of his compatriots die? Right. Like, it's like, yeah, we all actually have the exact same training, but I'm awesome. <laughs> all the other guys who are hardened badasses are like, it's right. Well, if you notice, <laughs> that actually happens a lot in movies. Uh, and we'll go with again. We were talking about uh, like Volcano and Dante's, uh, Dante's Peak being another one of those uh, two movies that came out at the same time, same premise, oh, right. uh, just different actors in different studios. Well, let's um, face it, Pierce Brosnan, uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what? I have to give both of those movies credit for uh, showing some really horrific deaths. Yeah, uh, I think Dante's Peak takes it. Really? I mean, because the volcano, melting grandmother in but, the lake. But in dude, volcano, that. you also had the melting uh, yeah. naysayer scientist, where you actually see him just going like pulling Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator Two, just bloop. Yeah, but bloop, I guess like I, I think the base reason why I give it to Dante's Peak is that volcano is like it happens in L.A. True. In Dante's Peak, it's up it's on a like, mountain. It's on a mountain next to a volcano, like. Oh, you mean a volcano? It's happens, like modern Pompeii. A volcano happens next to a volcano. LA's like there's there's no volcanoes in LA. Right. <laughs> it's like just the the people of LA were too greedy. They dug too deep. They awoken something in the earth. <laughs> and the Pacific bell, Rim. The bell rock. <laughs> <laughs> just immediately turns into Lord of the Rings. But 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 then you, Pacific Rim. It's better than Atlantic Rim. Um, I, you know what? I don't think so. Probably not. Uh but the, but you know still you, you have uh, you know, very similar uh, bits to where you have the one scientist who has the same knowledge and whatnot as everybody else, but he's like, you know what? 
I'm going against the grain, and we need to evacuate. Everyone's like, you're crazy, even I, though all the information points to he's right. Well, I think uh, that is crazy in L.A. There's a volcano! You're nuts. In the real movie, nothing happens, and uh, he just goes <laughs> he's home. He's publicly shamed. He's publicly shamed. <laughs> Dante's Peak, it's like, the, the volcano's going to explode, and they look at the seismographs and all the other, and they're like, damn, you're right. All right, let's get everybody <laughs> let's, out of Let's go. And everyone's okay. Yeah, uh, except, wow, for, real, except for Grandma. Real life is just not nearly as exciting as, uh, <laughs> as movies, is it? Nope. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Olympus has fallen. 15 minutes, and Done. it's over. Yeah. It, it was it, like, it takes your arm for... Like he said that. He's like, it takes your armed forces 15 minutes to get here. We took down the White House in 13. It's like, yeah, see, the, the White House doesn't depend on the army getting there to defend it. <laughs> it's defended. It, it is defended. So all constantly. In all, don't uh, honestly. We just gave you the entire movie. Don't bother. Uh, yeah, with there Olympus is has fallen. no redeeming attributes of this film at all. Not really, unless you want to. There isn't even like like usually bad action films. I'm sorry. I just I this movie's so bad. I just keep jumping <laughs> over the conversation. But it's like normally like in bad movies like this, they'll have like some shallow redeeming quality, like where it's like they'll have like one character that's just so stupid it's funny or they'll have naked or they'll have like <laughs> they something have naked it's <laughs> just nothing uh, there's no there isn't even na- naked in this i will i will try to pull some form of good from this movie uh even though she dies within the first 10 minutes ashley judd still is beautiful uh i mean she, well she, i mean i could barely see her true uh way too dark um the kid aspect was completely and totally not nonsense. Was, yeah, and also get, they, they saved him like that. that. And it's just like, okay, so all real tension, gone. Yeah, except the president's a whiny bitch. Because, I mean, the kid's just like, you know, you would think that the kid would end up being like a tag along for the majority of the movie, and he still has to, he's always in peril. He's like, like, five nope. minutes. They're like, nope, he's out, and he's good, and the terrorists don't see it, so that's Again, done. that was like the most accurate part, is they're like, they're watching the guards, and they're like, yeah, they're not there. Go. <laughs> He's coming back. Don't worry. Speed up. And you're good. <laughs> it's like, okay. They're like, oh, wow. That was the only... Like, I was expecting a, a robot to eat them or something. Like, they would have some inexplicable, like, oh, yeah, well, we were going to extract the child. It's like, oh, wait, no. There's like, pop-up pe- turrets that we didn't use. Either, either that or people, you know, like, uh, hidden as bushes or something. Like, like they they're, they're, a man the walks out of the wall. He's like <laughs> camouflage. Like, one of the skills of the North Greens is painting themselves to look like... <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's <laughs> just, I got you, kid. It is so um, bad. But there really, no, there really there isn't is nothing. Like there was, I, there was no one-liners that were any good. Like that, I'm not gonna let this man blow up America. That I was laughed like, at that. That was a crap. I, I just laughed at that because he was like, yeah. oh, because he was like talking like he was a 12 year old kid. Like I'm not gonna let him b- blow up America. I, I am a military general. I am a charges man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Really? And then, of course, the end. Uh, I mean, again, this is a very humongous tribute to America because you have the one lady singing or saying the national or the, uh, the pledge they- of allegiance while she's getting beat up. Then at the very end, let's show them re-raising the flag. Also, can we talk about the fact that the C-130 shot up the flag? Yeah. Like the American flag hanging above, like it got all these holes shot in. And then like the guards up top took the time to take it down. Yeah, like like, like the bad this. guys were like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> See this America? I know no one's actually watching because it's dark. But <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Just, so Olympus has fallen. I thought they were going to raise like the Korean flag or something. Like I really put thought a Jolly Roger up. Just so ridiculous. The Cobra, the Cobra sign. It would have been funnier if the terrorists had had their own emblem that they raised over the White House. It would have. I would have been in favor. Of nope. That. They're like, let's just take it down and go downstairs, have a Snickers. Yeah. Um, You're not really being yourself right now. <laughs> You're hungry. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Olympus has fallen. No. Um, that's no. Um, the next episode of Retroactive, which we will be doing... Uh, that guy who betrayed the president, he didn't speak Korean, okay? <laughs> so he took these terrorists' money, and let's say that they were successful. Where was he going to go? He just committed, like, the worst form of treason. Anyone who's related to America is just going to murder him. Yeah. Like, even if he did get away, it's like, where's he going to go? North Korea. Yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm really angry because you sold out America. I'm going to go live in a fascist regime? <laughs> no, because no one would take him. <laughs> like, like, seriously. You know, like, they never really think that out. Like, they never what, really the do. people who take bad guy money, like, unless you're already a bad guy and you're, like, you're already, like, seedy and you're fairly certain their plans aren't going to, I don't know, destroy the world, like, why would anyone that's like, oh, I'm kind of not happy with this administration? I'm going to betray America. I will say this. Dylan McDermott tried his best to pull a Alan Rickman with the rope-a-dope of acting like he was friends with uh, Gerard Butler. He's like, oh, man, I, I totally escaped. And, uh, dude, I mean, this look, is just look, crazy. I'm so nervous. I can't light my cigarette. It's like, so you escaped, yet you're more of a pansy than everyone else here. Right. You know, and then they have the the big fight between uh, you know and there really was no contest that would be like seriously saying kenny go fight a spartan okay i mean just wouldn't work um, it was and then like he stabs him and he's like why'd you do it he's like i got lost man i was lost <laughs> sorry my like, bad what and then he's just what, like it took a knife for you to realize that <laughs> really like, you didn't notice like all of the murdering innocent civilians that didn't bother you like these they straight up shot like four people on camera like oh we're not fucking around and they're like, they're like <laughs> shoot they shoot a person and the the secret service agent who's like supposed to be protecting all of these people he might be upset with like the president but like seriously like his secretary he watch her watches her get blown away and he's right. like no, that's totally cool. She was a bitch. And then he's like, he's like, tell him that you, you killed me. He's like, it's done. And he looks at him. And he's just like, all right, kill me. Oh, yeah. And then he's I'm like, done. stab him in the head. Right. It's just like, okay. So, uh, yeah. Next episode of uh, Retroactive. I'm not sure exactly which movie we're going to do, but it's going to be done through Google Hangout because I'm moving to... <laughs> Sorry, that movie was so bad. We're, I'm moving to Oregon, um, and he's going to stay here at Augusta, so we're going to do it through Google Hangout. Yep. Uh, I don't know. We may end up trying to do it as a live show. You never know. Um, but we'll figure it out, and yeah. we'll let you know as soon as we know what movie we're going to do next, and we'll put Hopefully, it out there. Can we watch a good movie? I really, really hope so, because, I mean, just damn. Yeah, I'm kind of getting sick of all these really bad we, films. Like We've... See, no, I would say that um, Man of Steel was pretty good. I mean, it, it okay, was, yeah, I mean, it was it was entertaining. There was lots wrong with it, but it was entertaining. It really, really was. So, from Kenny and AJ, we will talk to you guys on Retroactive next time. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Have a good one. Later. Later.